Welcome to Rise Up For You, a podcast focused on helping women get to the next step in life professionally and personally. Through our six pillars, relationships, investing, self-worth, career, love, and health, we focus on the whole woman. With interviews from global experts, teachers, authors, and more, we provide you with real strategy and tips that you can start implementing today in your career, relationships, and so much more. We are all about educating and empowering you to become your best self. And now your host, Natalina. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rise Up Free podcast. This is your host, Natalina. Thank you for joining us today. It's It's always an honor to be here, and it's such a pleasure having you here and tuning in. Today, we're going to be speaking with Belinda Farrell. This is a really interesting conversation that I think you'll enjoy. It's on a different layer. I will say that. We talk a lot about um, psychic ability, intuition, and, and how we can heal ourselves internally. Belinda has done a lot of work in Hawaii with dolphin healing, so it's a really unique and interesting uh, topic that we dive into, but she talks to us about how we can find our freaking joy and really breaks down the essentials of breath through Hawaiian healing. So if you're feeling a little overwhelmed lately, um, you know, really trying to catch your breath, needing moments of quiet, needing moments of silence, needing more time of breath, this is definitely an episode that you want to tune into. Uh, we, we go through the practice together on air. Again, this is a really interesting conversation that I, I do think you'll enjoy. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Belinda, thank you so much for joining us here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's such an honor to have you on our show today. Well, thank you for asking me. (laughs) We always like to start off the show by letting the audience get to know our guest. So if you can, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and all the incredible work that you're doing. Oh, wow. I don't know how incredible it is, but it certainly has evolved. Um... I started out, you know, just as anybody else, as a housewife, and I had aspirations, but I never thought I would achieve them. I wanted to be an actress. After a divorce, when I turned 40, I started working with Anthony Robbins um, and doing firewalks. <clears throat> and when you've done 18 firewalks, it kind of um, really rivets you into thinking, my gosh, well, what else do you think I can do that I didn't think I could do? Because walking on fire on 2,000 degrees of hot coals is something you just don't do every day. But what it, what it opened up for me is that I'd always wanted to drive a race car, and so it gave me that courage to sign up and you know, get into a, a race course and then find out that I had some talent. So then it turned into a career of almost 10 years in my 40s of doing car commercials and things that I was always afraid of in my younger, younger years. And it's just been an incredible journey from, from fire walking and stunt driving. But I was always afraid of water. And then I was sent to Hawaii for advanced training in hypnosis. And that's surrounded by water. So I had to kind of get used to the fact that I was going to be in this water and I had to do something about it. So dolphins started coming in my dreams at night and teaching me how to swim. And it was incredible because I never had that on my radar ever. And then I had this yearning to go out and be with them. And so the desire to be with the dolphins 
surpassed my fear of the water and I got to be out there with them and they started downloading information and so it was for the last 25 years I've been taking people to swim with these wild spinner dolphins in Hawaii and it just really embraced my emotional traumas because we are almost 80% water and so the water just brought up all this emotional baggage that I had to put some closure on and I, it was just, it's been an incredible journey, to say the least, because I still go to Hawaii, don't necessarily take clients anymore, but I still have to meet my fears out into the ocean. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. Um, I'm still grateful that I have the Hawaiian healing training because I wrote my book, Find Your Friggin' Joy. And every day I do some kind of ritual that, allows me to forgive myself for my judgments. And these judgments are what make us feel inadequate or fearful or sad or happy. And as long as you can dissolve them, you get back to square one and it all just evolves again from the starting point. So I just wanted, this is a really fascinating story and I just want to backtrack just a little bit for clarity purposes. So when you were getting into the acting field and you went through a divorce, it kind of sparked this initiative in you to learn more, which is where you went to the Tony Robbins events and started to um, have a little bit more self-discovery. Is that correct? I, yes. So that's, that's yes. kind of what sparked the journey in, into the industry that you're in right now. Right. Acting is an amazing therapeutic process. When you, when you become another character and you dig deep into your soul when you're doing improv and all that, I found that it was just an amazing therapeutic process. And so then when after my divorce, the first thing that came to me, and I always think synchronistically, was these firewalks. And I thought, how, who does that? <laughs> and apparently the minister in my church had done something like that. And I thought, well, if she can do it, then why, why can't I research this and do it? And it was fascinating to me that it just stands for a metaphor that if you can do something you thought you never could do, then what else can you do? What else can you do to think outside the box? Yeah, absolutely. It sounds to me that um, a lot of the pivotal moments in your life, they came to you in dreams. Would you consider yourself to have maybe a little bit of uh, psychic ability? Oh, yes. I think we all have some. It's just to what capacity do we access that? And it's just learning to trust your gut. You know, people have a gut reaction to things. They have a gut feeling. And then sometimes when they don't act on it, it's that red flag that goes away saying, why didn't I do that? I mean, has has that ever happened to you? Oh, of course. (laughs) Yeah. So that's your intuition. That's your intuition telling you the truth. And then your ego comes in and says, nah, that won't work. Let's do it this other way. And then you're just kicking yourself for not having listened to the truth the first time. Yeah. So I, I do listen to my dreams because I think they are prophetic. And I, I write them down if I think they're, you know, something that I should pay attention to. Because all the parts of the dream are you. Yeah, no, I would, I would agree with that. 
Um, so it sparked this, this curiosity to go into the water, which is a fear that you had. Right. And from there, you developed, um, and correct me if I'm wrong in the language, but more of a water therapy to kind of overcome fear and doubt. Would you explain it in that way? Well, we are water. We are 80% or more water. So our emotions are all lying in this bed of water. And most of the time, we try not to access them because they're painful. So we try to control them. The intellect manages them. But these memories are all tied to painful things in the past. And a lot of my um, painful memories, you know, I never got into water. I never swam in the pool. I didn't know how to swim. I just avoided water above all counts, except to bathe. <laughs> so when the ocean was there, it was like it brought up all kinds of fears that I didn't even know existed. In fact, a turtle saved my life when I first got in the water and I just started going out too far. Um, I got caught in a, in a riptide current and I, I called for help and I didn't know I was out too far. And this huge giant turtle comes up next to me and it just, I could hear him saying, do what I do, just do what I do. And I locked eyes with him and I stopped struggling and I just started moving very slowly, just like his little, you know, legs were moving. I was moving like the turtle. And then he just took me over the current and we landed on the rocks and he just saved my life. I stopped struggling. And I used that as a metaphor as when I start to struggle, I, I just stop. I think, oh my gosh, this isn't working out the way I'm, it's supposed to. And, you know, you just then find the right answer, and it's usually not in the struggle. If you struggle, you'll just, you'll, you'll fail. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I have learned for myself. Wow, and that's a real experience, so this is it. Yes. Okay, wow. Yeah. Yes, that is. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Um, but you know, the interesting thing is, is that as you're, as you're saying that, I think it takes a little bit of an awareness in order to to see that as well, because uh, sometimes we get signs or things can be right next to us, but we won't even see it. So it sounds to me, though, that you you do have some a bit of an awareness where you can recognize the things that are around you. For example, the turtle in the water, even though you were struggling. Yes, that's true. Well, I was involved with advanced hypnotherapy techniques. That's why I was in Hawaii. So I was very much attuned, you know, to the meaning of things and how they kind of come to us. And you're right, it's right in our face, but we don't see it unless we're made aware of it. So how do we, you know, you, you wrote the book for, you know, find your freaking joy. Uh, how do we do that? I think we're in a really pivotal time right now in our society where there's this oh. unspoken, I don't want to say tension, but unspoken, like unresolved feeling amongst the country and around the world. And many of us are fishing for purpose. We're fishing for happiness. We're fishing for guidance. And we don't really know where to find it. And I'd love to just get your perspective since you you have written about joy and, and how to find it. You know, where do we start? And, you know, I'm going to start by saying that we have to find it within, but I know that you have done a lot of great work in this, and I'd love you to take it from here. Well, if you're, 
if you really want to find answers, they are inside of us. And if you allow the unconscious to bring them up, and it's through the breath that you take these deep breaths and have the courage to sit with your breath and to just see and examine what comes up for you, what kind of memory comes up for you. You can do it with a practitioner, or if you, you know, choose to do it on your own. When I was healing my back, I had no other recourse but to just lay in bed because I couldn't sit, stand, walk. I could just lie down. I had codeine to get rid of the pain. And then I just kept doing this hall breath, which is 10 minutes of hall breathing, which is outlined in the book. And when you do this hall breathing, it gives permission for the unconscious that is running your body to unleash some of these memories that have that literally has been protecting you from until you get the learnings and then can let them go. I have a horrific memory that's on page 109 of my book. And I was a tiny embryo and it was just, it came up that I was just tossed into the universe like a piece of garbage. And I didn't know where to go. I was crashing into asteroids and meteorites and all kinds of, you know, debris that was going back and forth in my psyche. And then all of a sudden I was rescued. These hands came down and pulled me up and put me safely in the arms of a very divine being. I don't know who it was. I never saw the face. I just knew I was safe. And then I could see all of the chaos below me. And when I woke up from that, it was a memory that had come up and I was just bathed in sweat. I thought I had died. <laughs> and part of you does die because it's the part that the ego likes to keep hold of to make you feel that you're not worthy to heal. Or to, or to be loved. And so I asked my mother about my birth. And she was in the past kind of um, reluctant to talk about it. But this time she finally admitted that three times she and my father had sent me to abortion clinics. So they had, there were three failed attempts to abort me. And I was just, again, that was the dream of just not being wanted and just being tossed into this abyss. And so from that moment of feeling that I was safe, I continued to feel that there was some deeper love than what the humans could give me. I was feeling it from a deeper divine source. And it helped to heal me. It helped to get me to see that, oh my gosh, I can climb trees again. If you have a strong back, you will be able to climb trees. So after that memory dissolved and I got closure on it, I started seeing myself climbing trees. And within four days, my, my back, my spine completely healed. <clears throat> so so how, do you, think, yeah. uh, how do how do we get to that place? Um, can, can you walk us through I like that? Dreaming. I got there from breathing and from the desire to want to clear and to heal my back so much because I couldn't, I had no money. I had been dropped from my stunt driving jobs because I couldn't work anymore. So then I had no insurance. And the doctor said, you won't walk again unless you have surgery. So I was really left to 
what I had been learning about the Huna and the healing in Hawaii to see if it really worked. And it was a, you know, a process of forgiving myself for the past. <clears throat> That's all outlined in the book. And doing this breathing, it's not so hard, but it does take your conscious effort to want to heal. You have to want to take action to do it. Can you walk us through um, maybe the breathing practice just so we can kind of visualize what that would look like for somebody or what that looks like for you? Yeah. No, it's the deep breath through the nose. Like you're taking that breath and you're taking it up to the top of your head and filling a glass of water with each one of those breaths. So you take a deep breath and you hold it while you're filling the glass for maybe a count of four and then you exhale. the mouth so it makes a ha sound like a ha 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 and you can aha and then you keep doing that deep breath up to the top of your head count of four and then a slow exhale out through your mouth in a ha sense they call it the ha breath and you do that for about 10 minutes in sets of four so and are you, is there any mantra or anything that's happening simultaneously or is it, or is it really just, um, are we trying to quiet the mind or are we um, working with okay. thoughts at the same time? Quiet the mind. Quiet the mind. Quiet the mind. Okay. Quiet the mind. Because remember, your mind is not connected to your higher self. It's only with your ego. So the ego doesn't want you to go inside. Just remember that. It doesn't want you to find happiness. It doesn't want you to find true love. Because then you won't need him anymore, her, <laughs> him or her. Right. So you're always trying to quiet the ego to get to the truth, which is the unconscious. And the unconscious is holding all these memories until you get closure with them. Right. It wants you. It runs your body. You, you're not telling your heart to beat. Your heart is beating without you. It's unconscious. So right now, the unconscious is running your body based on the blueprint that you have right now. Hmm. And for me that when my back was so severely um, compromised, I was telling myself things like, um, I can't be supported. You have to examine the way you're talking to yourself on a daily basis. And I, I found out that I was saying very unnecessary and things that the unconscious was doing because I was telling it to do it. Right. I'm not, I'm not being supported, so if I say that, all, all together, all every day, eventually my back, which is supporting me, will collapse. Right. No, absolutely. You know, and it's interesting because we always talk about the importance of breath, but I don't think we really understand the benefits of it and how it can heal us internally yeah. and and externally and really just having that time of silence and quietness to to realign ourselves in our core and our body. And when you speak about the breath and I, I was doing the exercise with you and even just one or two of those breaths can really change how you feel in the inside, but you're right. There is a commitment to it. There is a, um, a dedication that you need to have. Well, and it's also, it's, it's simple and your mind is going, ah, oh, that's too simple. That can't work. You know, see that's your ego telling you it's gotta be more complicated than that i got to go through more pain or more of this, but it's not. 
And if you just, even when you get in your car and touch the steering wheel, if you just start doing that hot breath while you're in the car, it's going to calm you down. It'll put you in more of an alkaline state. And it's the parasympathetic nervous system that you're, you know, attracting instead of the sympathetic, instead of fight or flight. Right. You know, right. You can do fight or flight only so long, you know, run a race, do climb a mountain. Then you've got to, you know, finally settle down. And <laughs> right. Absolutely. Run, run on that adrenaline forever. Absolutely. Belinda, it's really been an honor to speak with you. I would love to jump into the power section of the interview and start by asking you, what's, what's one book that you've recently read that's had a massive impact on you that you would share with our audience? Well, I love Deepak Chopra, and he quiets me. And the, the book that he read, it's a small book. It's called Power, Freedom, and Grace. And it's, it's like a little Bible for me. It's like living from the source of lasting happiness and just a lifetime of wisdom it was funny because I went to the Screen Actors Guild Award. I'm still a lifetime member of, you know, the acting community. And this was in my gift bag, <laughs> this little jam of a book. So it's funny how you just, you know, you go to events, you think you're never going to get anything, and boom, some wonderful treasure pops out. And what's one value that you constantly have stuck by, something that's a non-negotiable for you? Keeping your word when you say that you're going to do something and you do it. If somebody breaks their word with me, it's, you know, it's just a a no-brainer. I don't respect that. I respect a person if they can keep their word. And we always like to ask here, if you could leave the world with one final message, we call it your golden nugget. What would your golden nugget be? (laughs) Oh, just have fun. You know, it's not as complicated as the world would make you think. Find joy. Do something fun every day. Just play, play, play. (laughs) I love that. And lastly, as you know, we're the company Rise Up For You. I always like to ask, when you hear that phrase, rise up for you, what initially comes to mind? I think taking action, moving forward, um, doing something positive. You know, you fall down, you rise up for you, for you yourself. You know, you have the courage to get out of the ashes because you are going to be thrown curveballs all through your life. <laughs> Absolutely. Belinda, thank you so much for joining us today. How do we stay connected with you and how do we support you? Well, my website is uh, hunahealing, H-U-N-A healing.com. That's the ancient Hawaiian. Um, it talks about my, my uh, different levels that I teach and also about the reconnected healing that I also do over the phone and in person. Wonderful. Thank you again, Belinda, so much for joining us today here on the Rise of Free podcast. Mahalo. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and pass it on to your friends and family. You know, the podcast is just one way that we reach our community members. If you go to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you will see articles written from contributors from around the world, webinars, live events for you to attend. But, you know, we also have a huge online resource center full of information that you can access absolutely free. 
And you know, one of my favorite sections is the Unstoppable Confidence Toolbox that's full of practices and ways to help you build confidence so that you can overcome any doubt that's consistently getting in your way. It's actually pretty cool. I mean, there's PDFs, there's articles, there's exercises, there's so much for you to take hold of and really help you get to the next step. The cool thing is, is we have programs, trainings, and live coaching calls that are happening all year long, special for our members. So if you're looking for more and you really want to connect with like-minded women like yourself, then you definitely want to check out our membership and all of the benefits that we have to offer here at Rise Up For You. And lastly, if you haven't already, we would really love to hear from you and know how we're doing. Head over to iTunes, make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, and let us know how we're doing. Rate us, review us, so that we can be better and rise up with you. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow.